Hello, welcome to Point of Football, the debrief. There is no football. That is the news. We are in lockdown number two. But Daz wanted to do another one of these. So, fuck knows what we're going to talk about. But apparently, he's got a hot take. Daz? So, here's the thing, right? So... You know, the only football that's allowed to happen in England at the minute is elite football. Yes. Well, I'm telling you now, and I'm telling everyone who listens to this, the five people who listened to the last one will listen to this. Oh, wow, five. Okay. Hi, Mum. Elite, elite football is about to die. Dun, dun, dun! It's about to die, and I'll tell you why. And that wasn't even intentional, but it was quite a good rhyme. I think we should use that as the title for the show, actually. Okay. Write that down. I will. We'll hold. <laughs> no, we, we probably won't hold. Um, okay, so, you know how in pre-season, I mean, Tom, you probably you probably don't watch as much um, elite. Well, I say elite, I'm talking actual elite, Premier oh, League. Yeah, the Rovers are elite sport. <laughs> Not elite as in the conference teams who voted to become elite so they could all be screwed over by the lockdown. Um, Actual elite football, the Premier League. Now, in pre-season these days, they obviously go off and do like elite pre-season tournaments in America and China and, you know, Liechtenstein, wherever else they go. Now, You'll always notice that the winners of those cups and the winners of those matches are teams like Aston Villa, Leicester, etc. But then when the actual football starts in the real season, those teams don't win the league, apart from obviously Leicester once. Now, why do you think that is? Um, I, I don't know. I don't really pay much attention to those, as you say. Is it because they're the only Premier League teams that get invited to the... You know, Sultan Jawali's magical vase. No, actually, Sultan Jawali's magical vase this year okay. was won by the Guatemalan side. No, it wasn't. I, I've got no idea. I'm rambling now. But back to the point. Back <laughs> to the point. When Liverpool play in these tournaments, you'll look at the starting lineup and it'll be like, yep, Henderson, Milner, yep, whatever, whatever. And then every other player, it's like right back, number 63, insert name of football manager regen. And you think, well, why are they using their pre-season, wasting their time playing all these kids? But now, now that there is no such thing as pre-season, because there's no such thing as proper football, because there's no fans, there's no stadiums, et cetera, et cetera, Premier League matches have become the same as these nonsense pre-season tournaments. Hence why, last night, whilst I was sat doing the dishes, listening to Aston Villa beating Arsenal 3-0 away. That is why? very interesting. So you reckon that your Arsenals of this world are not taking this season seriously and just playing regens? Yeah, I mean, regens used to just be a football manager phrase for made-up people. But now, they're there. They're all there playing. 
Yeah, to be fair, every time I look at Southgate's England lineup because I don't watch much Premier League, I'm basically like, this is just a bunch of regens. <laughs> I was yeah, out with Jaden Sancho for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah it has just become. He's not a real person. Regens. I mean, I'll quiz you now on this because I'm guessing you haven't watched. Uh, uh, sorry, seen the league tables recently. Well, I, I saw that Southampton were at the top. Right. Well, it's changed a bit since then. But even so, I think that I think the test is valid. Right. Man City. Where would you expect them to finish this season? Um, third. Third. Probably a bit controversial, but I'll take your answer. And where do you think they are at the minute? I don't know. Fourteenth. They are tenth, but they're only two points away from fourteenth. Oh. Now, why are they tenth? What are they doing? Why is De Bruyne, or whatever he's called, slicing a penalty against Liverpool the other night? What's he doing? You wouldn't see that. I don't want to be one of those cock ends that says, oh, well, Man City won't be affected by the fact that there's no fans in the stadium. Oh. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Obviously, people are being affected by the lack of fans. Like, I can't, I can't see any reason why any of the top sides would stop, you know, sending out their first team. Just because there's no fans, what's the? There's no, you know, motivation for Man City not to play a full-strength team because most of their money comes from people watching on the telly and abroad anyway. That so we all know, we all know that Premier League teams can survive perfectly well with or without fans in the stadium. Yeah, I think financially they can survive, but I don't think the mentality of the players can survive. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. We I mean, they're kind of like you know. You know, you got your your Beats headphones on. You're very well paid. You don't really care about the fans. But then, if yeah. you're not, because I've I've I have been thinking like, um, it must suck to be a player in your prime at the minute because you're essentially like, um, you know, because I, I I don't know how everyone else feels, but I just don't, I can't take football seriously. There's no fans there. Like, um, I've got an eye on Rovers, but I've only watched um, I watched the game against Hull just because you know, not played Hull in a while. Yeah. Um, so I paid for that game, but otherwise, I'm just not really interested. I wonder yeah. if that's all through to the players. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you the classic example, one of the reasons I thought that a bit more was Chef United last season. Obviously, they came up and they were massive underdogs, but they did really well. And it's not really like me to talk about the Premier League, but they did a really good season. You know, they made a real thing of being really hard to beat at the home ground. They went away, got some gritty results. This season, no fans. They've played eight games and they've won none. They haven't even won a game. Dang. We had um, Ollie McBurney on loan at Rovers and he didn't really do anything. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think he is actually a really good player, but can he play without fans? Hmm. Can he play with fans in Horfield? <laughs> still got well, to the yeah. front of all the promotion photos, though. Don't worry about that. I'm sure. I'm sure he was there. He's a he's a bit of a character, isn't he? That boy. Yeah. Well, that so was, anyway, that was a dry hole. <laughs> this is the interval. So I reckon it's going to die. It's all going to die. Elite football, hopefully, we can all just get back to like um, 
doddering old old volunteers <laughs> like overseeing a football club that pulls in 50 people. Yeah, it just needs to start again. Yeah, Whatever just... your region is, wherever you live, whatever your region is, that's your team. You play against your other region's teams and then see you in 100 years back in the same situation. Exactly. Like, um, you know how in the 30s and whatever, when when all the sort of re- attendance records were set, like you see, you know, somehow yeah. like 80,000 80, people got into Kenilworth Road to watch Newtown <laughs> versus Chelsea or whatever. And um, that was because there was literally nothing else, nothing else to do because there's no telly or whatever. Yeah, and I think we all know that we're heading toward apocalypse within our lifetimes for whatever reason, whether it's virus or war or climate change. Hopefully, when the collapse has occurred and football is the only thing we can remember that gives us pleasure, hopefully we will see 80,000 people at Bodmin Town. <laughs> the only game in town, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, of all the places to pick. Wasteland Mutants. Yeah. Argo. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is, I guess... There could eventually be the uh, interdimensional matches as well, so we've got to be prepared for them. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm so up for like, um, you know, like uh, cyborg leagues. Mars away. <laughs> <laughs> Mars away on a Tuesday night. <laughs> not for the. To be fair, <laughs> isn't that the closest planet? So it's probably not that bad. Uh, yeah, I believe it is the closest planet. I had to think about that for a second. Try like Jupiter away midweek. Holy mother. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Jupiter away. That's like um, that's like a Russian team that basically has to go to um, <laughs> North Japan to go to an away game. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's another one. Whilst we're on that very obscure topic, it's going to look like we've scripted this because the topics are just flowing so smoothly. Yeah, you know, when you're great storytellers <laughs> like us. just um, So, you remember uh, a few years ago, um, back in our uni days, Tom, and we used to do the uh, FIFA tournaments and um, everyone would always be like Man U, Man City, etc. And I would always be um, Anzi Chakala. I vaguely um, remember that <laughs> from the uh, from the Russian league, and they were they sort of rose to fame in the early 2010s, whatever you want to call them, because they just basically signed up loads of like World Cup winners when they were like 40. But the problem was they had so many Brazilian players, like they had Samuel Etus from Cameroon, um, and basically all of the players were only able to play away matches because the home matches, all of the Anzi Machakala fans were hugely racist and <laughs> oh, and wouldn't wouldn't allow the players to play. Damn. So that's a bit of a stat for you. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I mean if it was the other way around and it was other fans being abusive to your players, then, well, obviously it's not acceptable, but it's more expected than your own home fans not letting your players play. Um, that's going to be way more of a problem when you've got, like, Mars away. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. I mean, would you be able to sign? Would you be able to sign players from other planets? Would you be able to sign like Karen Kodos? <laughs> um, yeah, probably best not to talk about tentacles on this one. <laughs> our, our new signing is a is a silicon based life form from the Zog dimension. Oh yeah, I can imagine it already. Do you reckon Earth's team? Where do you reckon their ground would be? Um, Buckingham Palace. Nah, impractical. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It's got to be somewhere near an active space station for the away uh, days. Maybe um, they could build a big stadium at Area Fifty One. Ooh. It's like all the aliens already know where that is, right? Yeah. But then the home fans are going to know where it is as well, then. Yeah, like <laughs> initially only the sort of half dozen weirdos that live there and live off the UFO industry. The ultras. <laughs> <laughs> the little green men, as they call themselves. Yeah, there you go then. Area 51. If you're listening to this, lads, because we know that if anyone on any podcast ever says the words Area 51, the government tunes into the recording. So if you're listening to this, yeah. get yourself a ground, build it now. We don't care what colour your stripes are, just get it built. We'll be there. you got to think about the future, you know. First game, Mercury at home, we're binning them. We're binning them. Manager will be Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, I think we've sussed it. Have you got any stupidly named football clubs to finish with? Oh, um, probably. Well, what 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 are we on now? Mid November. I would say let's save the proper good ones for December. But just to sort of wet the whistle for what to expect next time, I'm going to go with an old favourite. One of the ones that got through to the. Uh, qualifying rounds of the stupidly named football clubs tournament of a few years ago on my Twitter page, which is a Kalamazoo outrage. Good. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to find out more. I'm desperately trying to find out more information, but apparently there's a club called playful tigers FC. Ooh. Playtime tiger FC. And they play in the Bahamas. Oh, nice. So we'll try and find out some more about that because I feel like that could be a sort of pet team for us. Well, I think the Bahamas is on the UK travel corridor. So if you fancy really? popping over for a ground hop, playtime away. <laughs> just, just don't tell your wife, Tom. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to find a dad joke to end with. Oh, yeah. Well, surely that was one. I say, I say, I say, Daz. What's up, Tom? My wife is really cross with me because I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and write. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it could just be you telling a story of when you got lost on a ground hop. <laughs> Good night, everybody.